Johnny Gag Games Update with the latest news about Johnny Gag Games. Hi, this is John Ryer with your Tritech Games Update. Hi folks, it's the week of October 5th, 2014, and it's the weekly update of the Tritech Games Savage Worlds Fringeworthy uh, development. This week, I didn't. I had to be honest, I didn't get a whole lot done, but I did get some information taken care of and did do some extra, and more, some more work. Uh, I did get... Uh, Information on the uh, changes that, that may be that may be happening in Portals Book Four, vis a vis the uh, potentials for campaigns. Uh, after talking to Richard Tohoka, who's developing it, uh, there's a possibility for um, branching off and using the what he calls the optional developments in Portals Book Four. But really up to you as a GM and players if you want to play those optional rules. What this means is I'm not going to be making uh, any major changes to the established campaign um, type and the new Commonwealth campaign type. Because Richard's keeping it within the Portals Book 4, um, I'm, I may just simply mention that you can, uh, in, in the established campaign, branch off at that point and go off in a different a new direction with your campaign based on the events in Portals Book 4. Now the other thing I did was I put in my preliminary rules for the for budgeting adventures. Uh, I call them preliminary because I've actually never had a chance to play test them. So this is something for you play testers out there, or at least reviewers, to take a look at, comment, and tell me if they work or don't work. So download the rules as always. Whenever I do these podcasts, download the latest copy and see what you can find. I haven't updated. No, I will admit I did not get a chance to update the uh, uh, UNIDA description. Uh, that was something on my list to do, and I didn't get to it. I, I need to do some more thinking on it and and work on that. So it hasn't happened. Instead, uh, I I've added a, a different bullet bullet point. Uh, in this case, I've I've added a new character class, or at least new character type. The freelancer. The freelancer is a person who they're either they either were a fringe walker. That is a person who who accidentally discovered the fringe fringe pass and then walking around. Uh, they were found to be fringe worthy on either Earth, uh, Prime or Victorian Earth, and said, "Thank you very much, but I don't want to join your group." And later on, decided that'd be a, a grand idea to go out there and do this, but use their own money and use their own resources uh, to have access to the fringes. Now, this could have some political issues at this point. I mean, an independent person going out on the, on the fringe paths with no government oversight? I mean, what is the legal status of the fringe paths? So I would imagine that the first freelancer will cause, some, cause a kerfuffle, at the very least in the U.N., uh, what their rights are and whether or not they can actually just go out there and just visit at that point. And finally, there is the um, uh, basically a, the fringeworthy who've been trained and you know trained by Unita and then decided on their second or third mission, 
uh, no, stuff this. I don't want to do this anymore. I like being on the fringes. I don't want to do your dirty work anymore. I quit. Now, they can quit one or two ways. They can probably quit and turn in all their gear and basically become a freelancer, or they can quit the hard way and basically, you know, go rogue and take all their stuff with them. So that will also have problems, too. But this is something to consider, and uh, folks take a look at that and, uh, well, comment on and let me know what you think of the freelancer type. Is it really needed? Uh, didn't make modifications to the character creation. They are, they are a little uh, weaker. Uh, some of the character types are a little weaker than normal, and others are a little bit more stronger. So it really it depends on where they came from. So that, that was what I got done last week. As I said, uh, you know, talk to Richard and got some more information on what's going on. I uh, found out that the events in Portals Book 4 were taking place roughly 30 years um, after... 30 years after the discovery of the portals and the established campaign starts 20 years after the, after the discovery of the portals of the pathways. So yeah, there's a 10 year gap and then bang, we go into something brand new and, and different and uh, it's going to be really different. But as I said, it's entirely optional. You don't have to follow what's in the portals book. So I do recommend getting them. If you're having a hard time coming up with ideas for an alternate world, the portal books are great places to to have a jumping off point. You don't have to put them where they are in the portals books. Just consider that they're just a suggestion of where you might want to consider them. Um, and also, you know, we're going to be using the random creation tables. So yeah, try those out too. See how well those tables work. So for uh, for this week, this upcoming week, I'm going to do a couple more things. Uh, one, I'm going to start on the sandbox, sandboxing uh, the uh, alternate world at Alt Zero Two. It's commonly known as in the original, in the in the first edition, earlier editions as uh, Victorian Earth Two. Uh, though it's been, I've been renaming it to American Rebellion Earth because that's what's what's going on. It's a it's a rebellion. I'm going to try. I'm going to be starting to sandbox that and try to basically encapsulate uh, the adventure I created, Victoria Victorian, into a uh, sandbox world where you have places you can go to and people you can meet, and hopefully that allow GMs to uh, have more freedom in how they set up their adventures and how things happen. Uh, one thing I'm going to do, and I'll get started on this, is start creating archetypes for uh, Fringeworthy. Uh, in the Savage Worlds uh, Deluxe rule, rule book, they have these archetypes. What they really are are just quick starts. They're just enough of a character uh, concept that you can then, as a player, uh, expand upon them. They're not complete. Uh, they, they will have all their stats, but they will, won't have all their skills. They, they may not have all their skills. They may not have all their uh, uh, hindrances. That's up for you to choose. And allows you to, to take a character, have a, a basic character that you can then expand and uh, move, move along with it at that point. So that's something to, to think about. Also, I'm going to do some more, some more editing passes and see what I can find. Uh, see all my typos and my glaring omissions and things like that. And maybe consider tightening some things up and doing maybe some minor rewrites in, in locations of existing material as I go through. So it's, you know, so it's make work and so forth, but yeah, it's all good stuff. 
I might still touch on the uh, world types because I need I, probably, I still need some editing of those because they have some information in them that uh, doesn't quite work with Savage Worlds and the and the way we got things set up. So I'll be making some of those changes. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, busy week busy week for me. Uh, the sandbox is going to take up a lot of time because there's a lot of information, and I have to arrange things such that it makes logical sense. I also have to create more material because I skimmed over a lot of things in the uh, adventure that people want to go, oh, what's what's down this way in the valley? So things like that. In any case, so my week is uh, my week is going to be busy. Uh, this is going to be a short, short podcast, but I want to keep you folks uh, up to date with what's going on. As always, download a, a, a new copy of the Playtest Rules, and I will talk to you next week. Have fun playing. Bye. This was a TriTech Games update.